Welcome back to Optimistically Salty. My name is Tracy, and today we're going to talk about pulling threads. Enjoy. All right, this is going to be hopefully an encouraging and very short, quick episode. I have been working on radical self-acceptance. Um, it's been a big overreaching theme of this year. I found myself in a body I wasn't comfortable in. My life wasn't really going the way I wanted it to. I felt very out of control and um, a lot of fear. And coming off of the sickness, I found myself just really crippled to the point of having panic attacks in the car and just really not knowing what to do. So I went in and saw my therapist and just was like, here's where I'm at. <laughs> um, you know, a lot of the fear of all of the COVID stuff was gone, but I just, it was like I couldn't function anymore. And I could see like this life that I want, the connections and friendships and the wellness that I want for myself was like on the other side of this mountain of anxiety. And I could not see a way through for myself. This is why I'm a big advocate for therapy. <laughs> so my therapist and I kind of talked through, okay, here's what we're going to do to tackle this. And one of the things she said that I just, I really loved um, she's like, you know, radical acceptance, that's great. You know, let's say you are short and you want to reach something on the top stool. You need to accept radically that you are a person of lacking height. But at some point, you also have to start using tools to reach your goals. Go get a stool and let's reach for your goals. So I have been given some homework assignments and some tools to work through with managing my anxiety. And this week has just been so much closer to myself than I have been in a really long time that I kind of forgot what it felt like to be me. And one of the big things that I noticed in myself is a pattern of thinking around like victimhood versus having compassion. And so I noticed that I was getting more of like that rage buildup and just feeling judgmental and having self-pity and just this like pattern of thinking and ruminating and picking it and pulling at threads and just, um, you know, you're just in it when you're in it. It's gross. It's yucky. It doesn't feel good. And if you're able to start doing the little things to change that pattern and start getting to that place of compassion, self-compassion, trusting yourself, and starting to have compassion for others, that shift can start to happen. And I think the big thing I've realized over the past week is that I have tried to kickstart this maybe five times over the past year. I mean, I've been consistently trying to reach goals in my mind, but not physically doing anything to make change. And it was really hard to get that momentum going. And I think that the tricky part with anxiety is that it can 
look and taste like agoraphobia, can look and taste like OCD, can look and taste like just panic attacks, and it can just be low-grade ruminating. And so a combination of my own um, neurotypical things plus anxiety really can create a fun lockdown cycle. So me uh, the assignments that I was given was that I am required to leave my house every day and drive somewhere every day and that seems so silly but I was not happy about it (laughs) and then um, literally in my therapy session my therapist was like take out your phone text message a friend and tell them that you want to meet up with them will they meet you And I had the realization that I had pushed everyone so far out of my box for so long that I wasn't really sure who would still be there. And I sent a message to my friend, shout out to Cynthia. And I was like, hey, can we meet up next week and go for a walk? And she's like, absolutely. And, you know, I I think about my friendships and I think about you know, the people who have hung in there even when I was pushing them out so intensely. And I know that not everyone will still be there. But to quote the wise Cynthia, if they're not still there, were they ever really your friend? (laughs) So having a little bit more discernment about my relationships and self-respect about how I show up for my relationships is my goal moving forward. So next time I record, I'm going to kind of go through what my homework looked like for myself, for how I've been working through some of my anxiety. I think my point for today was mostly to get on here and just say that I made this transitional thought from this isn't working to how do I make this work? Just working on that reframe and leaning on the fact that I know I'm going to backslide, but I also know that I won't be alone because there are actually still people who hung in there despite my very large push against them. So I want to just wrap that up today. Just a quick episode. Um, and also um, in odd, interesting update news. Last week, I was eating lunch and my taste came back and I was like, it's a miracle. I would say it's not fully back. Um, Sweet things still taste way sweeter than I remember them tasting. But it's, it's been an interesting transition to go from basically a mono diet where everything tasted the same to having other flavors now and trying to maintain some level of like a healthy relationship with food with the flavor coming back in has been its own interesting experience so just a just an update post the illness (laughs) so my wish and hope for each of you is that you accept where you are if you are in it accept that you were in it and if you are climbing out of it accept where you are and get a stool as always stay optimistic and a little salty <laughs>